Aldrin Sampia on Beyond the Headline. 11 minutes after 4 o'clock in conversation next with Dr. Llewellyn Kerr-Lewis, Senior Lecturer in Criminal and Procedural Law at the University of Pretoria. What conditions do countries have to fulfill in order for their extradition applications to succeed? South Africa's extradition request for the Gupta brothers was dismissed. The two face money laundering and fraud charges. South Africa has requested that uh, they be extradited back into the country after they fled to the UAE to avoid arrest. The request was rejected in February However, the South African authorities were only informed yesterday, is this the end of it or do we still have some options? Dr. Llewellyn Kerr-Lewis now joining us on the line. Dr. Kerr-Lewis, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. I want to start off from your observation of what has transpired here. Thank you, Aldrin. Nice to speak to you this uh, Friday afternoon. Uh, Yes, uh, I think this is an embarrassment for the South African government. Uh, especially for the Department of uh, Justice and Constitutional Development. Uh, And it it raises concerns. It raises the concern that, uh, for example, it seems on face value at least that the South African government cannot fulfill their undertaking towards our society, to the members of the public. They said this is a priority. They will do anything and everything in their power to secure uh, the extradition of the Guptas back to the country to stand trial for their deeds. Uh, and uh, now we've seen all of a sudden that uh, they don't even have the resources to keep up to speed with the developments in the UIE. Uh, I mean, this decision was apparently made all as long ago as a month or two ago. And only yesterday it came to the knowledge of our Director General and or uh, Minister Lamola. So it is a concern, and it should be a concern. The other thing, though, is what I found from that press briefing as well, is that considering that um, this decision was taken on the 13th of February already, and South Africa only finding out about it about two months later, is that um, the, 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 the minister says that one of the other reasons also that they tried to get an update yesterday was because of the reports that their Gupta brothers had been spotted in, 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 in Switzerland. And at the same time also, they can't confirm whether they had used um, a South African passport. Yeah, so that is, that is exactly the, the, one of the major concerns. I mean, if they are so uh, up to speed, um, how did they uh, find out that the Guptas are currently in the Switzerland? Uh, and, and, and for what it's worth, we don't even know on what passports they are using. Are they using the South African passports? I mean, that is even a, bed, a, a bigger uh, eyebrow lift, if you ask me. The fact of, of the matter remains, uh, if this decision was made in February, what happened between our Director General, which is the central authority in terms of the legislation applicable in these circumstances to negotiate the terms of reference and conditions with his counterpart, the Minister of Justice in the UAE, uh, up to now. The, the, brief, the, the media briefing suggests two letters um, that they swapped or that they corresponded mm. with one another, and, uh, and, and that's about it. Um, there was an invitation, apparently, or maybe even a meeting between them scheduled, which we don't know whether it happened and to what extent it happened. So it's very slim. The information that we've received from, from, from the Department of Justice is really um, not, not, not detailed enough for us to, to, mm. to actually get an informed decision. 
And, and, and they're not taking any responsibility for this as far as they're concerned. They've done their best. But whose responsibility is it then um, when, there mm. is an applica- when there is an extradition application on foreign soil, of course, and we have an embassy there to make sure that they follow up on this particular extradition application so that they can inform the South African authorities? Yeah, we see already, once again, uh, government seems to play the... the, the uh, the game of uh, shifting the blame. And that is unacceptable. Surely they are the responsible authority. The South African government, first and foremost, must see to it, first of all, that they comply with the terms of reference for making such an exhibition application. And we remember last year this time there was a struggle whether they will be in time with their application for, for a start. Then there was the allegation at, at, at some stage last year as well whether they have attached all the necessary uh, supporting, corroborating uh, evidence uh, to support the application. Remember, there were there were two major charges, money laundering on the yeah. one hand, and then obviously fraud and theft on the other hand. And um, there was a request by the UAE to provide particulars. I mean, uh, we are talking about detailed particulars here, a, fi- a finalized charge sheet, for example, to be attached to the application. And that was only done at the very, very last minute. Um, one don't su- su- suggest that they are always they must always have everything available immediately. But really, they had ample opportunity. I mean, after the the whole Zondo Commission of Inquiry, the months, even years that it took for that to to to, to be finalised. Mm-hmm. Surely, by the time they have made the application, all these things should have been in place, or at least with reasonable certainty, they must have known exactly what are the charges that these guys are going to face, and they must have been ready and available uh, to merely hand it over yeah. to the to the embassy overseas. Uh, oh, that didn't happen. Yeah. So, 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 of course, there was the confirmation from um, the the justice, our justice minister's counterpart in the UAE, that they have arrested these South Africans and they are in custody. And then we hear from um, the note verbal that the government has received that the application was unsuccessful because the argument is that the federal laws of the United Arab Emirates um, also have jurisdiction when it comes to um, money laundering and the crime that was committed in the UAE. Is that how it should be followed, considering as well that the extradition application actually came from South Africa. It's one of the reasons that they that they were arrested and not that the UAE had pressed charges against the Gupta brothers. Correct. I, I think you are spot on with, with that observation. Um, if it was not for the South African government that brought it under the attention of the UAE, uh, money laundering uh, and the jurisdiction issue wouldn't even have uh, become a, a point of argument. Uh, but even if it is correct and true that they have, let's call it then, co-jurisdiction to charge them with money laundering in, 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 in Dubai or wherever, um, so be it. But what about the other charges? I mean, the theft and fraud, that has not been disposed of as far as I c- can collect from the information in the media statement that that is uh, 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 that, that the UAE have got joint jurisdiction as far as those are concerned. So. Um, we haven't even succeeded in partially in our application for extradition, never mind uh, the one or the other. So um, all in all, it's, it's a sad day for the South African uh, justice system as far as that part is concerned. And I'm afraid uh, members of the public are going to frown upon our um, uh, whether we are entitled or even if we are equipped to deal with high-profile individuals, especially these that walks around with uh, loads and tons of money, 
um, that they can literally get away with murder. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I agree with those sentiments. The, the minister also referring to Article Number 17 of the United Nations Convention Against Corruption, saying that as far as he's concerned, before refusing extradition, the requested state party shall, where appropriate, consult with the requesting state to provide it with ample opportunity to present its opinions and to provide information relevant to its allegations. If that is the case, um, was the UAE wrong then to uh, unilaterally decide on the application and on the basis of these two charges that were before them and the one that they argue that they have jurisdiction on to dismiss the application without informing the South African government? Well, Alden, uh, I suppose the information would have uh, come our way sooner than later, eventually. Um, it's not a question that they didn't comply. South African government had more than ample opportunity to participate in accordance to uh, Section 17 of, of the convention that you referred to. I mean, that was the reason why we have had the opportunity to provide them with the information. So that has been complied with. My, the, the bigger concern should be um, whether, uh, where do we stand regarding the United Nations? On the one hand, we, 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 we want to use the sections of the United Nations and the various conventions when it suits us um, to, uh, to uh, basically place the, 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 the onus on the UAE for, for this dismissal of the application. But simultaneously, yeah. less than a week ago, our South African government was once again yeah. pondering on the idea whether we should um, not uh, disassociate ourselves with the ICC, the International Criminal Court. Yeah. Um, so... So somewhere along the line, we must make up our mind. We're either in with the rest of the world and we join in the resources and the extradition principles and what have you, or we are out. We cannot pick and choose uh, whenever we want to. Yeah, and that's the observation that's made by one of our listeners here. Romeo is joining us from KZN at Dr. Carl Lewis. Uh, Romeo, good afternoon. Uh, Good afternoon, Aldrin, and to your guests. I need to quickly ask this question as to compare the two. We saw during the disbanding of uh, the era of Sepp Blatter, the president of FIFA, when the FBI was arresting almost the whole executive from different countries. Now, my question is how powerful Interpol it is um, when it comes to cases like this, especially do we put a red flag on those that are wanted to to another country, especially when they committed a crime, because they did not commit a crime in the United Emirates. They committed a crime in South Africa. So how powerful Interpol it is? If Interpol doesn't have power, can they amend the sections under the United Nations to give Interpol more powers instead of going through the process of extradite or those people? Because it looks like uh, political will is come to play here. Thank okay. You. Okay, okay, Roma, uh, Dr. Dr. Carl Lewis, but I know of course there was that red uh, that Interpol red notice that was issued. Yes. Mm. Look, at the end of the day, Interpol is a very strong in, uh, organization and and they are worldwide cooperation between countries that actually participate and belong to Interpol. And South Africa belongs to it as well. Um, we've seen uh, very good examples in the past where uh, Good collaboration took place between South Africa and the rest of the world uh, to, to deal with uh, uh, offenders that, that crosses borders where Interpol is involved. But the, at the end of the day, the mere fact that there's a red notice doesn't in itself suggest that the court will ultimately find that the extradition must take place. 
that that's the, that takes care that takes is being taken care of by a court application in the country where the people found themselves in in this instance in Dubai, and the court there made a ruling. Now, if we don't like the ruling, which we obviously should not, we have one more chance, and that is to appeal that ruling to a higher hierarchy or a higher tribunal. But how do you do that, Dr. Llewellyn Kerr-Lewis, when we are now told that the, the Gupta brothers are now citizens of Vanuatu? Well, as far as that is concerned, we should have done it a long time ago. They might decide to go back to the UAE because I think, uh, the best, to the best of my knowledge, they still have resources there. They've got property there. They've got investments mm-hmm. there. And they will probably, at one stage or another, try to go back there. And at that time, Interpol or the UAE can then arrest okay. them. And then, if we're successful, they can extradite them. Or we should now try our luck with the Swiss, uh, Switzerland. But the fact of the matter is, if we do not appeal against this decision in, in the time frames that is allocated for such an appeal, if that haven't expired yet, um, sure. then we have lost out on it for forever. Thank you so much for your time. Dr. Llewellyn Kerr-Lewis, Senior Lecturer in Criminal and Procedural Law at the University of Pretoria.